Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Volks Up, an NVE podcast. Now, before we introduce our special guest today, we definitely have to talk about some news, right? Some upcoming things. So, uh, for starters, uh, if you guys have not heard, there is a specific college-only Brawlhalla tournament hosted by Bellevue University, uh, streamed by Megavolks Esports. Um, so, if you have not checked that out, make sure you go to. Um, the Bellevue Twitter, that's at Bellevue Esports. Go ahead and register for that tournament if you are a 100% college student. Um, also, once again, we do have Mega Volks ourselves. We do have Mega Brawl coming up here very soon as well. Two tournaments in August. One of them is uh, college students only. The other one is open to everyone else. It is South America, excuse me, so not open to everyone, but it is um, a South American tournament. That tournament is on August 12th. And then the college tournament is on August 26. So uh, that is some good information to know. Also, if you haven't checked out the Halo uh, crossovers and everything that has dropped, please make sure that you check that out as well. So uh, with that being said, we will go ahead and get started with today's episode of Volks Up. All right, ladies and gentlemen, just like I said a little bit ago, welcome to another episode of Volks Up, an MVE podcast. Now, we have started a series a couple of weeks ago where we are interviewing the Brahalla Orgs and their CEOs just to figure out a little bit more about what they do, what they stand for, uh, and then future projects as well as, you know, how long they've really been in Brahalla. So today with me, I have the one, the only, the myth, the legend, the lore master himself. Baron Dipitus from Global Breakout, man. How are you doing, Baron? I'm doing great this Sunday morning. Thank you very much. Great. That is good to hear. Hey, anything you got to say right off the bat before we go ahead and get started with these questions? Uh, thank you for that uh, introduction. Um, I I got to say, I'm, I'm very grateful for this, um, this kind of like little series you have within the uh, Volks Up uh, podcast. Uh, I really loved the episode last. I really, I really loved the episode not last week, two weeks ago, mm-hmm. with uh, Carlito. Uh, that was a that was very very enlightening and and um, very enjoyable. Um, and uh, I'm grateful yeah. to now be part of that. So uh, it's a Great. pleasure to be here. Great, and you know what? I'm also glad that you're here. That you you've accepted, right? It, it's it takes two, right? I could ask, mm-hmm. but if you're not coming, gonna come on and talk about global breakout, it's not gonna work out. So I also want right. to thank you for accepting that invite and being here because I think this is one of the the episodes that people are most excited about. Why? I feel like global breakout has a long legacy within Brawlhalla and a very mm-hmm. positive one. Um, so I'm very excited to get to know uh, global breakout a little bit more. Uh, because I know when I came into the scene, maybe about almost three years ago now, Global Breakout was definitely that esports org that I've always heard about, always seen, right. and to this date, mm-hmm. still here, which is really good. Yeah, yeah, oh. indeed. All right, Baron. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and just get right into these questions. Once again, you can add as much as information as you want, or you can just go ahead and touch that surface level, and then obviously we go into another route with these questions. We can definitely do that. Um, so with this first question, tell me a little about you and your experience with esports. Yeah. So, uh, like you said, I am known as the lore master specifically in the Brahala community, of course. Oh, yeah. Um, and, uh, that's honestly what, um, 
Yeah, I, I've been I've basically been the lore master for uh, going on uh, four or five years, something like that. Uh, basically, I've been interested in Brawlhalla lore since 2018, and I yep. think I've been kind of recognizing the community basically since 2019. Um, and uh, you know, uh, a partnered creator with Blue Mammoth Games as well. And uh, yeah, I've I've just been um, yeah, just just in general, I uh, I kind of. I found I found this niche in mm-hmm. the in this in the community of this game that I really love, and as no one else took it, I'm just like you know what I'll be this person, <laughs> and uh, that's just kind of uh, how it goes. I'm also uh, I also do kind of call myself a librarian gamer because I am a librarian IRL. I work in a library, um, and that uh, also works well with kind of the uh, the sort of image that I give myself um, as Baronipitous. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I had, I just you know mainly I I've definitely uh, it, it probably kind of shows in uh, my con in the content I make I'm definitely a full time worker and, and family man I don't uh, I'm I'm like a very much a part time this is all a hobby for me kind of mm-hmm. thing um, but that that's also what keeps it fun and uh, so anytime I'm able to make a stream or a video about Brahma lore whatever I'm interested in I just do that. Um, my experience with esports, um, probably. So I, I'm guessing, at least from from what I understand, with with um, interacting with the other org leaders, I'm guessing I probably have the least direct esports um, experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be quite to be quite honest, um, because uh, I mean, again, I'm basically a content creator first and foremost yeah. as Baronipitous. And while I certainly have, like, I mean, I've, I've watched plenty of um, Brawlhalla esports streams. Of, of course, I've, you know, I really enjoyed uh, attending BCX 2022 and everything. And so I, I know, I know, and I'm basically, I know, I have a casual understanding of yep. esports and like the biggest names and everything like that. So I, I believe I know enough to appreciate the esports scene, but I don't think I really know enough to like um, be able to comment very much on like, you know, the, like the the mechanical considerations that oh, the pro man. players have and things like that. Um, like I, I understand what people mean when they say things like you know frames or, yep. um, or like you know talking about different combos and strings. But um, I'm I'm hard stuck gold honestly. I'm fine with that. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'm very I'm very much uh, not on that. I'm not even platinum in in Brahala. Um and honestly, before I joined Global Breakout, I had almost no understanding of esports in general. Um, but ever since joining, I, I became more interested, and I basically, I've you know, looked up a lot of information, watched a lot of uh, informational videos about like you know, e- different esports scene like League of Legends and Overwatch, and like the good, the bad, the ugly throughout the past like decade, basically. So I've, I've definitely the past couple uh, couple of years, I've definitely learned a lot more about. Um, about esports, and again, I, I I can hold a conversation about it. Um, but if you want to go, if but uh, yeah, uh, I kind of because because of this, um, because of my relative inexperience with esports, I kind of felt like I was a uh, mm-hmm. um, uh, maybe a, a bit of an to some degree a bit of an odd choice for uh, being global breakout CEO. Um, but as I'll talk, but as I'll talk about a little bit more later, um, that's also probably why Global Breakout's leaning more into content than esports. Um, but yeah, uh, 
I guess in short, when it comes to esports, I, I definitely understand uh, the hype and everything, <clears throat> and I definitely, I I definitely appreciate it as a scene, mm. and I've definitely been trying to like kind of follow like the big things that are happening and what makes things successful and not successful, especially in the long run. Yep. Right. Um, also, I see Avon and uh, Slumps in the chat. Hello. Uh, thanks for <laughs> thanks for being here. So. So, man, um, uh, uh, quite yeah. a bit of experience, you know, um, with the lore side as well as, you know, I really like how you bring that up, you know, where your background is career wise and and how that really helps you kind of, you know, organize the organization or really look at it in a different way. Because obviously, you know, you just took over for those that, that don't know, it's been a, a, at least 150 days that you took over. I think mm -hmm. I saw you make a post the other day. I kind of read it and and it was yeah. nice to see those achievements that that, you know, we're still you still continuing to work on. But it's always good to highlight those things to really show especially your own uh, your own uh players and, and members hey these are the things that, that we're doing and we're already moving forward no no matter you know what bump we hit in the row so that's always awesome to hear and then of course the esports side i think just digging a little bit deeper into that do you feel sure. now that you've taken over gb that that knowledge in the esports is getting stronger and stronger day by day do you feel like that knowledge is is, is getting to you um good question uh i think I definitely think so. Um, mm -hmm. I think uh, for a couple of reasons. Uh, first of all, um, uh, initially, uh, <laughs> slumps. Wait, Baron owns GB now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. That's um, why we do this podcast. <laughs> it's been, <laughs> it's yeah, it's been that way for about five months. Um, and uh, yeah, I uh, let's see. So yeah, for um, yeah, two main things. First of all, um, when I when I first became CEO back in February, I um, we had. Uh, as, you know, as me and other like you know staff at the time, we're talking about where to carry a GB forward. We had so we had uh, there was someone who was very very interested in especially in in esports, especially especially the FPS scene. Mm -hmm. uh, Noodles at the time was his name, and uh, uh, yeah, and he he helped me understand more about the FPS scene in particular. That's what he was passionate about, uh, you know, like Counter Strike, Valorant, uh, and, and things like that. And so. Kind of seeing him work and seeing how he worked with players and everything like that, and he was um, really helped me understand. He he was more like in the semi pro area mm -hmm. of of FPS. Um, that opened my eyes to that because um, you know first person shooters is something I um, I know very very little about. I'm I'm bad at those games and I don't really play a lot of those games uh, <laughs> either. So I I really appreciate that kind of knowledge and uh, also you know other people like you know Shabby and others. Um, oh, hello, Shabby. <laughs> Just as I'm saying <laughs> that. Um, but also, another thing that's really helped with my esports knowledge is my association with uh, the other org leaders, uh, oh, yeah. uh, like yourself and Carlito and, Ka and Kawa and, and others, right? Um, seeing seeing your guys' passion in, in, in different areas of esports, right, uh, has really helped me to appreciate it all the more and uh, kind, of, kind of helped inspire me to do what I can to support that yeah um, i also will say that gb does have a sort of like uh um we do have a um uh how do, what are, like a little like a division or a subsection of ourselves called imperium oh yeah which is basically yeah ba that's basically our uh tournament organization um uh, side of things our sector exactly and uh yeah Snapdragon and ninja and others uh who've been working with imperium they've been um you know they've been doing great uh, organizing Brahalla events mm -hmm. as well. Um, so I very much am, as far as esports go, I'm. You know, again, even though GB is leaning more towards content than uh, as a content brand than as an esports org, um, 
when it comes to esports, I'm you know soaking in and soaking in and uh, and leaning on the knowledge of others to help me to deepen my okay. my appreciation of knowledge of esports. Okay. That's a wonderful answer, and, and, and that's the thing. You know, if you don't have that knowledge, you go out and look for it, and, and that's really good to have, you know, everyone else just – and that's the thing. Like, even myself, like, I'm learning different things from other other org leaders, so it's really awesome to see that collaboration and us just coming mm-hmm. together. Now, this next question, uh, once again, you know, with you taking over GB five months ago, and, you know, remind me, how long have you been a member in GB before uh, taking I over? Was a, yeah, I was recruited in a GB in, like, February of 2021. So I've been a member of GB for about for two and a half years. Two and a half years. So that's a that's yeah. a long time. And yeah. so you know, so right now you're gonna you're gonna I'm gonna ask you this question and you can go ahead mm-hmm. and, and try to answer it at the in, in terms of the very, 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 very beginning of GB, if, if you do have that mm-hmm. knowledge and if you wanna answer it that way, or you could answer it in terms of hey, I took over five months ago and this is what it is now. So question right. number two is what is global breakout? Tell me about the origins. Yeah, so um, I actually I have a pretty I, I actually have a pretty good understanding of um, the origin and how it all came, how it all came about because uh, back in again back in uh, January of 2021, um, my predecessor, the the original owner, the person who created it, uh, Joby, he um, he approached me and asked me if I wanted to join, and I thought it was kind of you know. Again, I I had also very much you know just like you, I'd also very much heard of Global Breakout. I knew that it has been around for for two or three years at that point and um you know and there's a part of me that was like it'd be cool if i was part of an org but i you know i I don't i don't see how an org would have use for me really Mm -hmm. um (laughs) because again i'm a bit i'm a bit um uh, unorthodox and like as a content creator and like and everything um the lore guy right anyway uh but he was interested in uh my in in my experience with um with lore and with you know writing stories for, you know, for different things to promote, um, to promote different, uh, projects for Global Breakout, right? Like narrative, uh, design or whatever. Um, he and I had, uh, some conversations and stuff and I wanted, I took, I took this, this opportunity very seriously. And I'm, you know, in deciding, I asked him, you know, what, what, what is, what is the, I asked him, what is the purpose of Global Breakout? Why, why, what is what is the mission statement? What's the purpose of Global Breakout? Why did you why did you create it? Like what 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 is your what is your goal with it and, and everything? I wanted to understand the heart of it yeah. uh, to see if it would if its values aligned with mine. And um, and honestly, say what you will about um, Joby himself, um, the values that he shared with me about Global Breakout definitely aligned with mine. Mm-hmm. Um, there's definitely a very personal story from Joby's side that and um, that I won't share here because um, but the the essence of the the essence of why he started it was that he he definitely he believed very much in uh, community and in using gaming um, to kind of like bring people together and to kind of um, kind of forge kind of have global breakout forge its own uh, path forward as an org. Um, the phrase rewrite the rules is a good way to kind of describe how uh, GB tries to um, kind of redefine what an org mm-hmm. is. Um, he didn't want to kind of follow along with what esports orgs generally did, especially the big ones. Um, and uh, <laughs> it was, um, it was, it, yeah, it was very much this idea of like bringing people together in a community, uh, kind of helping people to kind of like feel sort of at at home together as like you know friends and family and everything and uh also just making cool things together 
And uh, so that that those are the things that uh, he told me when I was initially consider when I was initially mm-hmm. considering. Yep. And when I when I became CEO in in February, um, I was po- I pulled everyone who remained who was remaining in GB about what they cared about, and um, to kind of like to see if we needed to change our mission statement essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and after after talking to everyone and kind of seeing like what everyone in every GB member cared about, I came up with um, I actually wrote down like a vision and mission statement here, and I'll I'll read it for you. Um, so the vision statement is who we are and what we want our impact to be. Global Breakout is a gaming brand that create that brings creative, passionate people together to create awesome content and gaming experiences. We rewrite the rules of what a gaming org can be. We use our brand to share our values of creativity, cooperation, and love of gaming across the globe. We want to create a place of belonging for our members and fans. In short, we want to make and do cool things together. And uh, so that's that's basically what it's all about. Um, anything that we do is informed by what I just uh, what I just said. We want to make and do cool things together. We want to make a place of belonging. Um, I do recognize that that's not ne- that that's not necessarily the most. Un- I I know a lot of those values are shared by other orgs. I see I see similar things with uh, with uh, with so I see boys with with MVE um, and, and with others. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think another, another value that I guess I didn't mention is the fact that we, uh, you mentioned that we're still here (laughs) after all this time. Um, and I definitely, uh, the way, kind of one of the ways that we rewrite the rules is that we, um, so I, I don't, I don't put a lot of pressure on myself to like create constantly like every day or every week. Right. That's just not feasible for me personally. And I kind of, especially now with like much more limited resources, I have the same approach with, um, content that we make as global breakout. Um, we, um, we don't always like there, there are other, there are other orgs that are much more like, you know, much more, um, proactive and like, you know, kind of like, I get they do a lot more. Um, they they they're a lot. They're, I guess con, I guess consistency or like constant. There's there's constant stuff going on. Mm-hmm. But I want to make sure that even if the even though we're not able to like be as like be that as as active as an org, um, ma- mainly due to like you know my own situation and uh, how how we're doing as as a as a group. Um, anything we do make. Is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything we do make is going to be noticeable, um, and that's you know it's quality over quantity kind of a thing. Yep. So um, yeah, those are those are generally the the values and um, yeah, like I said, the the biggest things are valuing creativity, cooperation, uh, love of gaming, and a place of belonging. You know, and, and I think for me, you finally match the action or the words to the actions. And what do I mean by that? You're telling me this mission statement and, and I'm hearing it word for word. And then I'm thinking about all the things that I've seen on Twitter or, or YouTube or Twitch in terms of global breakout content or any project that you guys have done. And it's always been unique. It's always been something that you look at and you're like, wow, like I've never seen something like that. And uh, just the words match the action. And that's just awesome to mm-hmm. hear. So. Um, Thank you. I, I hope you guys continue to make creative things. I mean, I remember you guys made that uh, that comic book. That comic book 
series was yeah, awesome. Yeah, we uh, <laughs> yeah we definitely there are definitely uh yeah it was a lot of fun to 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 um mm-hmm. kind of work a bit on that. I was mainly like the editor uh, basically. I took mm-hmm. um I took the script and I kind of like helped to refine it a little bit. Um, yeah, we definitely have a lot of um. There are several other projects in the works. Some that I've talked about. Some that I haven't. Um, and it all it all kind of it comes down to sort of of the availability of the people in the in the yeah. brand at this point. Because again, we um, there's no budget anymore. <laughs> I, I I'm I'm taking some steps to try to like, you know, kind of build kind of build up some resources. In a yeah. sense, we're kind of like building from the ground up a bit again. Yeah. Um, which you know. No, I'm I'm fine. I'm I'm I, I can I can handle that. But um, for now, um, we uh, basically whenever someone is available or I or someone else has an idea, we talk about it. Like, okay, can we do this? Can we can we make this happen? Um, if there's interest, we'll do it. Essentially, just like there there was a little more interest in FPS, so we were pursuing that until uh, Noodle decided to kind of go his own way uh, for his own reasons, mutually beneficial, um, and. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I am uh, definitely 2023 is definitely, you know, uh, uh, a bit uh, slow right now. But we are, I am hoping to kind of build things up for the next year to get some some cool things um, going. So we'll we'll see what happens. Um, I, I'm, ha- I'm always hesitant. To, I'm always careful to try to like, you know, promise too early yeah. before I know for sure that something is coming. Um, but, and, yeah. and you know, uh... I, I think the the biggest thing, especially when taking over uh, an organization of this size, because in terms of Global Breakout and looking at all the other orgs, I feel like, you know, and I would challenge and say that I, I feel like Global Breakout's, you know, top, like up here, mm. like like number one in terms of members, in terms of just things that are going on. And hey, that's nothing against the other orgs. They've just been around longer. <laughs> and, with, yeah, and with that longevity, I, you have the opportunity to do a lot. So. Right, exactly, and uh, our number, like the number of members, definitely has uh, definitely mm-hmm. has decreased um, because of uh, again lack of resources and people deciding to go yeah. their own way after a certain point. Uh, I think we have probably about like thirty, thirty five uh, members now. It used to be closer to like seventy, which I kind of thought Ooh. was way too much. Um, it, you know, there there does come a point where like you know, it if you can handle it, if you can handle it, great. But like if you're you know. There were there was a time when I felt like we were like in recruiting people before I became CEO. We were recruiting people kind of uh, maybe a little more for hype. Uh, they may, uh, okay. uh, maybe for may, maybe for all maybe also for like some project later down the line mm-hmm. that we were hopeful for, but like didn't come to fruition or something. I, I'm trying to be like a lot more uh, careful and kind of like you know measured yeah. in everything. So. Hey, 35 is a solid number. I think we're like, at, I, I think at least 15, maybe a little bit below yeah. that. So, um, well, but I, I th- a, yeah, a good, a good amount of those people also like, you know, either are on hiatus or about like, you know, or, or like haven't been as active for very, for, you know, for college or whatever. So I say 35, but it also, it still feels smaller than that just mm-hmm. because um, we don't have 35 people like actively on project or actively doing things at the oh, same okay, time. Okay. Uh, so it it still feels pretty uh, small. I see that. Um, um, just real uh, real quick, um, Slumps made a little qu- got, made a little question here. What do I think about orgs and Brahala <laughs> that purposefully scam for gain? Uh, that <laughs> that depends on what what exactly you mean by like quote unquote uh, scam. I I don't I don't see. So at least the orgs that I, you know, I'll talk about this more when you talk about like what do I think about the other orgs. Mm-hmm. But I don't see any malicious intent with any of the orgs that I mm-hmm. associate with. 
Um, I'll, I'll, I'll say that. Um, you know, okay. fake giveaways and stuff. Like, personally, I don't have a problem with, like, just doing giveaways as long as there are, of course, giveaways and things like that. I haven't seen, like, quote-unquote fake giveaways before. Um, they've, As far as I know, if you promise a prize, then you give it. That's always been my experience. Yeah. But anyway, that's... Um, but that's that's just that we can, uh, but yeah. Uh, oh my gosh, and you know, and you know, I think I think he's really just asking this question because in terms of the past, this is something that we that we can discuss here later on in the questions. But just the, the state of Brawlhalla orgs, I, I I think is a lot. Okay, better yeah, now. we can talk more about that when we get to that. Yeah, question. yeah, and we'll yeah, definitely answer definitely. your question, Slumps. Uh, I definitely know where you're coming from, but I think what Baron's okay. trying to say for a quick quick thing is just like in the current state that we're in right now, the orgs that we deal with, they're pretty solid. The, the okay, you're talking more about the. Okay, I, I see what response is coming from. Got it. <laughs> so anyway, we'll go, yeah, we can. Yeah. So now you did talk about that that main goal of GB. So you know, mm-hmm. unless you wanted to add a little bit more to that, I, I think we really did hear that. But I'll, I'll give you a chance. Do, yeah, do you question three: the main goal of GB that that really is it. Bringing yep. passionate, creative people together, create a sense of belonging, c- connected by a love of gaming, and uh, making and doing cool things together. Yep, yep, and that's awesome. Like I said, we, the the words match match the actions, and it's just awesome. And and I can't wait to see what else comes out because, like like you like you said, you guys are working on some things. And yes, your first priority is going to be to keep the, keep the org together, to rebuild mm-hmm. the org, and ensure that everyone's in a positive place in order to pump more content out. So can't wait for that to happen. Now, question cool. number four, though, if I were a if I were you know free agent, not an MVE, you know I'm I'm a hey I'm looking for an organization, and I'm like hey. Baron, I want to join Global Breakout, but hey, man, what are the benefits of Global Breakout? Yeah, so um, there's not a lot that I can promise right now, uh, to be to be quite honest. Um, I I have got like ever since being CEO, I have gotten a, a handful of people saying they wanted to be part of GB, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, I've had I've I've been telling them we're not looking to recruit right now, just because. But just and the one of the reasons is of course I, I don't want to like add people just to add people, mm-hmm. right? Like I must yeah. have an actual plan. But also, I also say that again to your question, I don't feel like I have a lot to promise. Um, there is, of course, there is a bit of the, that community there as well. But I also don't feel like, um, you know, uh, we ha- we have a Discord server, but it's not very like active. Like we revamped it a bit, but uh, I definitely could have done better to kind of like you know, maybe like have more activity initially. But um, again, like I have very limited time, mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah, so. I guess one of the benefits would definitely be like, you know, there is there is some recognition there. There there is like some name recognition, brand recognition. I do recognize that would be a draw for some people. Uh and I I definitely, you know, I'm definitely not ignorant of that. Um but um yeah, I, I guess it's more like, you know, if if there's an if there's an idea that you that you have that you really want, um then GB you know, we we have we have we have some fantastic artists. We have some fantastic editors and, and, and writers and things like that. Um, the main benefit is kind of like, you know, having, again, bringing people together and like creating yep. things. Um, I would say that's the main benefit that I can provide right now. Um, I, again, when we get more resources and when we're able mm-hmm. to like, I, I'm hopeful, you know, I have, I have dreams of merch at some point, but there's, there's some things that I got to like figure out in order to like, make like merch happen and things yep. like that. And, and whenever we do get more resources and, you know, when there's going to be a, a money question later on, um, I definitely, any money that I would get through Global Breakout 
is would be going right back into not yeah. just the organization but the people in the organization i would want mm -hmm. to um like the these creators are so like talented and, and fantastic that i want them to feel like appreciated and yep. know that their work has value and i i would want to give that to them if you know if and when i have it so that's about all i can say for what it's worth uh for now yeah but, you know, just going off of that, I think uh, just Global Breakout overall has a really positive history. And, you know, right now, you know, you might be looking for those resources or those things that, that were there before and might not be there now. But I think just because of having such a strong pedigree, you guys are going to be able to really uh, recruit those individuals. And I think you're doing a really good job with saying, hey, maybe in the future, not right now. Why? Because yeah. you're in the rebuilding yeah. process and you want to make sure that yeah. it's 100 percent before uh, uh, inviting anyone else. Right. You don't want to give somebody a bite of the pie if the pie is not ready. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I've seen, I've seen too much, like I may, maybe uh, like in the past with in, in Brahali esports, like years ago, but also yeah. just in esports in general, I've seen too much like early or over-promising mm -hmm. basically. And I don't, I never want to be guilty of that. So. Yep. I think that's a very good take and it's really going to keep both parties happy. Now this next question, what games are you guys currently in and why? Yeah, so obviously the big one is Brawlhalla. Yeah. Um, that's kind of where, like, um, initially uh, when Brawl when when Global Breakout was created, it wasn't initially in um, Brawlhalla. Um, it it got it it has a lot lots. So our involvement in Brawlhalla has a lot to do with um, my predecessors, um, like meeting a few people like Consulix and and Schwerpy and and others. And that kind of like got that off the ground. That's where we started to rise in recognition. Same thing with me um, as a content creator. Um, I was involved in a couple of the communities in the past. And I, I still kind of am, but like I've been more and more focused in Brawlhalla because that's where I've been, you know, I've, I've been essentially, I've, I've gained more recognition. I've been kind of like rewarded for my mm -hmm. time in there. And so that's kind of what happens with TV as well. Um, we were once, like I said, trying to get more into the FPS scene, especially with yeah. Valorant. Um, but the FPS experts in the org, uh, again, especially Noodles, decided to go his own way and kind of go into his own org, uh, which, you know, more power to him and everything. Um, so, and currently we're not like officially in any other games right now. Um, I will say though, if anyone in Global Breakout, want, any Global Breakout members wanted to be more involved, wanted, if they wanted us to be involved in, game, in a particular game, mm -hmm. I'm happy to talk about it. I'm open to it, honestly. Um, you know, we're mainly like just in Brahalla because that's like my own expertise. Yep. And, uh, uh, and that's, uh, that's basically it. So, yeah. So now definitely this next question was going to be on why Brahalla, And I think you, you pretty much answered that. Like, why was Brahalla that, that game? And then, uh, and then Brahalla sounds like was not your guys' first game, but eventually those, those big individuals got you guys in there, those, those friendships. Right. So, yeah. um, unless you have anything else to add, we can go to question number seven, but number six uh, was barely why Brahalla, you know? Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, I can't remember. I can't remember what uh, what some of the first um, things were for Global Breakout in the very early early days. Mm -hmm. But um, but yeah, I, um, yeah. Again, like we we found success in it because um, again, um, like Consolix really um, bought into Global Breakout's vision because Consolix was part of GB at one point, and Consolix decided that he would like use his network to bring other uh, other people in, and that, and things kind of took off from there. And, uh, yeah, and again, I see, you know, again, like I said, Global Breakout's rise in Brahalla is very similar to my own rise in Brahalla. This is where kind of we found a home 
And if we do uh, kind of like branch out into other games, um, Brawlhalla will probably still be our main one, at least for the foreseeable future, yeah. uh, unless things change. Yeah, I just love that. And I think a lot of uh, organizations feel that way because you get into the Brawlhalla scene and there's just uh, a really strong support for the community, you know, and, and if you go yeah. ahead and just give give to the community, you're definitely going to get that back tenfold. So definitely yeah. love the Brawlhalla community. So I definitely understand where you're coming from. I and love it a lot. I, yeah. I think MVE is just the same way that no matter what game we ever expand to, Brawlhalla is always going to be there and just something that we don't want to ever leave. So um, mm -hmm. now let's see here. Now, what what games um, would you like to compete in and why? Like if you could choose any game, hey, like yeah. you can get pro players for this game and you'll be set, you'll do well in this game which game would it be yeah so and again like as far as like pro players and like esports and stuff like that um i i don't i don't see gb like focusing a lot on i don't see gb focusing too much in like getting pro players mm -hmm. um a lot of it like uh, a lot of it would have to be like you know if there's expectation for like money or like payment to or like you know sponsorship to go out yep. to travel and stuff can't really do that um so again probably more uh, content than anything but Getting into more games, the first thing I thought of is like the game I'm playing the most right now, which is Marvel Snap. If it made <laughs> sense, if it made sense, uh, which I mean, there, there's there's competitive modes yep. in Marvel Snap, and I I love the game so much. It combines Marvel lore with um with this really like literally snappy uh, gameplay and everything. Um, and I love some of the content creators uh, in the Marvel Snap community. Um, but I I haven't seen like a good a good mm -hmm. like I haven't seen a good reasonable like way or like justification yeah. to like go into that really. Um, I do also like card games in general. I'm not I'm not saying that I'm like a very good card game player, but I've grown up on like old Pokemon and Digimon cards. I played a lot of digital card games like Hearthstone and Legend of mm, Terra and of course okay. Marvel Snap now. Um, and also like I I love board games in general. So like I have I have Tabletop Simulator and you know I found I found some mods that let you like do like Pokemon drafts or something like mm -hmm. that or whatever. Um, if, if it made sense, I definitely would love, you know, I, you know, board games, card games, that kind of thing. Um, and, uh, also like, I know there's, there's some members in, uh, GB that still like FPS, like Valorant and stuff like that. Um, if, uh, so maybe, maybe that, um, I tried Valorant myself once, uh, again, I'm awful with first person shooters and especially games that require voice chat to coordinate i'm Ooh, yep. uh i i just like that's that's too much pressure for me personally um i tend to again i, I tend to go more into i mean i like brahala that's that's a fast-paced game but um but uh yeah i tend to like maybe things that have to do with more like you know strategy more like board game uh maybe things that use your um i guess i was gonna say use your mind a bit more but fps mm. games do that Basically, if if we're gonna go into other games, it would probably have to come from uh, other members. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Would you ever consider chess? Uh, I thought about that. So <laughs> I, the thing is, like, I I I've always loved the concept of chess and like you know how it the the pieces look cool and I definitely did get I I, I was in chess club when I was a kid mm -hmm. and everything, but I never I it's it's hard for me to get into the competitive side of that. Right. Um, like, I, I definitely appreciate, the, you know, the strategies and the moves and everything like that. But um, again, it would kind of it, it would kind of have to come from like if someone else in GB is really, really loves the chess scene, uh, then then maybe. But when it comes to competitive chess, I 
that's way out of my league i'm afraid mm. um very much a casual and that that's the thing i'm very much a casual player in just about any anywhere i go um so yeah they got to make that uh that game where it's just all about lore man you know just i honestly like and again again that's probably that's, that's one of the big draws again for like marvel <laughs> snap and some and stuff like that because again like you know if, if you know the lore like the the lore of marvel kind of like informs the what the cards yeah. are right Captain America inspires people around him, so he gives a buff to other people in his location. Things like that. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, yeah. If they, if there was like, you know, if if there was something somewhere out there that was like, that could somehow match the description of competitive lore, which I don't know how that would be a case, then I would definitely look into that. <laughs> so, yeah. That'd be awesome. I would love to see that, man. It's just yeah. some lore type of competition or something like I guess, that. I guess I guess awesome. D oh, right. Uh I love Dungeons and Dragons and tabletop oh, yeah. RPGs. So if there was a there you can you can formulate it so you can make that kind of like competitive as well. Mm-hmm. Uh so definitely stuff like that as uh, as well. Like D D, TTRPGs, whatever. That's awesome to hear. Hey, you know, members of Global Breakout out there, you guys have any ideas? Send them Darren's way. Honestly, I'm, I've been I've been telling them. <laughs> any ideas they have, you know, um, I'm, I'm all ears. So, yeah. All right. So now we're getting into these these last couple of questions that, you know, maybe a little bit uh, more harder to answer. So you can sure. go ahead and add as much information as you want. You can touch the surface level or you can be like, hey, Perry, that's a crazy question. Go ahead and go on to the next yeah, one. Yeah, we're definitely getting into <laughs> getting into like as much as I love talking about some of the stuff we've already talked about um in the in the concept in the in the sphere of Brahala orgs. Yeah. I, I really love uh, talking about this stuff. So yeah, go ahead. So number eight, what do you think about the other Brahala orgs? Yeah, so I don't necessarily have any like, you know, dirt or tea here <laughs> to, to share. Um and you know, I I made some notes about um at least the the orgs that I see that are active right now, the Brawlhalla org scene, as we both know, and as people watching knows, it's changed so much. Just like year to year to year, it just looks so different. So for right now, um, I I will say for for MVE, I love your guys' uh, emphasis on collegiate, um, and uh, it's it's been really cool to see you work, you guys work with, you know, with Brawlhalla to 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 make that happen yep. because yeah, collegiate is not really something that is like has been talked about much in mm-hmm. esports really it's just kind of been just like the pro scene yep. essentially but most of these pros are i mean a lot are in high school but also a lot are in college as well oh, yeah. so honestly like i i don't you know it, it's it makes perfect sense and i'm i'm very happy that you guys are that mve that, that you pay proud are, are, are passionate about that and you're moving that forward um if i were able to i definitely would because i i'm, I'm all for collegiate esports yep but I don't have the knowledge or the connections to do that. So I appreciate you guys doing that. Uh, so Icy Boys, I love their energy, enthusiasm, and initiative, honestly. Um, they're not af- afraid to try things. They're not afraid to be themselves. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. you know, very much like Global you know, Global Breakout's not afraid to be itself as well. Mm-hmm. But where I see with, with Icy is that like they're they're just go, 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 go. And that's fantastic. A lot, I, a lot of that energy comes from Carlito and, and you know the people that Carlito has brought in. Um and that honestly inspires me. I again, I tend to be more like, um, I tend to be more like kind of, I guess, if you want to say passive or something like that. Um, again, because this is so much of a hobby for me. Um, like, you you so the stuff that I that I see is doing now, and the stuff that GB was trying to do before, you can't really do that unless you're like really full time into it. 
And because I'm a full-time librarian and because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm married, I have a family, I can't really do that. Um, so I'm grateful that IC is able to do that, um, you know, online and everything like that. Not saying that other orgs are not, but like IC is definitely, they're proving their own. They've, they've changed how, um, like people saw them very differently a year ago, I will say. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of like just up and coming or whatever, yeah. maybe not taking them so seriously, but they're 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 they've been proving their worth especially in the past year and uh, uh it's it's a pleasure to work with them um i admit i don't know a lot about moonlit or kingdom i look forward to learning more um kawa is is great he's, he's always been like great to work with and chat with and everything uh, online so um and kingdom like clearly doing great with esports they've been able to like you know recruit some really high high level players uh, and everything and i've had good interactions with uh, senketsu as well um i know that uh, team daunt is still very new mm-hmm. um and again i look forward to you know learning more and opportunities to work with with them i've had i will say as far as team daunt goes um i've had nothing but positive interactions with with fear um the person behind team daunt um and as far as i can tell they uh, you know fear has a, a genuine you know love for esports and is trying to you know do it do what they can and so We'll we'll see what happens with Dawn, definitely. Um I'll briefly mention the the TOs like Canadian Dan Bearded Brawls and you know there's also Brawl League yeah, and SSL. Yeah. They they may not be esports orgs, but um some of these people are like in the, the group chat that we have as mm-hmm. org leaders. Um I've never not admired all of them. Like they mm-hmm. they do phenomenal work. Mm-hmm. Um they they set the bar for community uh yeah, if if BMG sets the bar for what Brawlhalla tournaments should be, um, these guys set the bar for, for you know, community tournaments, which is pretty high, like pretty much on the level of like, um, you know, BMG, yeah. uh, uh, honestly. So, in general, um, I think this is kind of like, you know, now we're getting into you know, the Brawlhalla East org scene. Um, I don't, you know. I don't know what it was like five years ago or whatever. I wasn't in the Brawlhalla community five years ago. I guess Brawlhalla itself was pretty new at that point, too. Um, I don't think it's ever been better. Um, I may not know a lot. Nope. I may not know a lot about, like, esports itself. But um, before like before I joined Global Breakout, and especially after I joined Global Breakout, I've been keeping a close eye on the goings-on of the various orgs and, you know, the ups and downs and everything. And... Um, it always it always disappointed or saddened me whenever I heard examples in the past of like orgs or org leaders like having like you know real actual friction like like friendly competition it's great it, it motivates us mm-hmm. and everything but with with actual like there, there's been like actual friction in the past yeah. any specific examples but you and I both know very well there there's there's definitely been some 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 hard feelings here and there and um. You know, maybe sometimes I'm naive, but I haven't seen any of that recently, mm. and I'm very, very grateful for that. You know, Baron, you bring up some some really good points, and you know, you're bringing up these orgs. Before though, I dive into it. I just want to let you know you need to hit up your local team, Dot CEO, because only org that declined to to be on the podcast. So, um, mainly because I want to learn more about them. I want to know yeah. about who they are, what they do, and maybe maybe I go ahead and message Team Don, be like, "Hey, can you just answer these questions for me on paper?" And then that way we can go ahead and just kind of yeah, that could you know that could, that highlight could you guys because yeah. I think it's important. I think it's important because 
I think this really combats any negativity or any bad blood that we see in the community. If you know who a, who an org is, what they do, and, and their members and everything like that, I mean, the more knowledge you have, the better. Uh, exactly. And, and honestly, like, uh, I think another, not just like, you know, not just like friction, but also just honestly, uh, I like the word demystify or, mm-hmm. or like, or similar, disabuse the public mind kind of like help clear like make it clear what these orgs are all about because especially like before i joined global breakout even during i saw a lot of like people wanting to join orgs just because it looked cool mm-hmm. um which i mean you know fair but like you know i there was a t- you know i will say i there was a time when i was trying to do exactly what you're doing now where i tried i, I was interviewing all of the org leaders at the time and i was i was gonna make like a, a video or like or things like that that were gonna I, I did a lot of these interviews already, but I didn't release the video because a lot had changed and like I, I, was, I was having They're all gone. putting everything <laughs> together. So I really appreciate when, th- when things like this happen. This is a uh-huh. fantastic snapshot of what the org scene is like now. And this is the best time to, to do that. Mm-hmm. No, and I agree with you. And we've had a, a lot of different orgs come through. And, and once again, you know, that's, that's kind of some of the bad blood that, that, you know, even slumps on the chat is talking about. There's yeah. been a couple of orgs in the past in the last three to four years, fake giveaways, or coming on in here recruiting almost everyone and their mom, and then a year later they're not here. So, um, you know, talked about this on the last podcast where that just overall negatively impacts the community because if you have a really good player or maybe a really good content creator or maybe a really good person that would come into your org and really add to that positivity, well, now they've joined an org. That org basically used them, abused them, tossed them out, and now they have a negative outlook on org. So every time they see a global breakout, well, I'm I'm not supporting them. They're they're an org, or right. you know they see MVE. Well, you know that's another org. I, I really don't care about what they're doing. That bad blood is there. So we can combat that. Give them the facts. Give them the knowledge about what every yep. uh, organization is doing within our community. Well, that's going to be even better. So. Um, I think those are just some of those things that that uh, Slumps was bringing up that that has happened in the past. But I agree one thousand percent with Baron. I feel like this is the strongest position Brawlhalla orgs have been in in a long time. And if we mm-hmm. continue to build this community and we continue to work together and look towards a positive future in the community, it's going to be better for everyone as a whole. And yeah. our uh, org scene might stay consistent. We might not have different orgs every single year, you know? So yeah, that would be exactly. a good thing. Yeah. And uh, I think the, the orgs that, that I talked about uh, so far, as far as that, you know, again, I've, you know, I've talked with, you know, been able to have, you know, exchange DMs with each of the, or, mm-hmm. of the org leaders and stuff. We, um, that's why I came back slumps. Also, hi, Botom. Hello. Um, in this, in the chat. Um, yeah, I, I, I was, uh, I will admit when I like, so I know before I became CEO, there, there were like group chats between org leaders and everything, mm-hmm. but I heard secondhand accounts of, of, of different situations where things kind of got a bit heated in there. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I ever saw it, but I, I was, I heard about it. Right. Yeah. And I was working with, with Jovi a lot as well, uh, on various projects. And he would sometimes share some of, uh, some of that with me, and again, that, that kind of like always disappointed and saddened me. And I'm like, why why don't we just like, yeah. you know? So when I became CEO, like um, of Global Breakout, obviously there's a lot I wanted to do in Global Breakout. But if I feel like I felt like if I accomplished nothing else, and you know, if if to maybe also to kind of make up for my lack of esports knowledge, I figured you know one thing I can do is I care so much about cooperation, and I see the value in that. That I want to try. Let's let's try that again. Mm-hmm. Basically, yeah. Let's make a new group chat and see what we can do. Um, 
And I was a bit nervous, you know, approaching everybody about this um, to kind of like bring people together. But it's it's been going a lot better than yeah. I anticipated, which I'm very, very grateful for. And uh, I, I think that really sets a fantastic precedent when people kind of like mm-hmm. see see what that's like and that they'd rather that they would rather it be like this than it was uh, before. Um I think also it's just kind of like maybe there was a time when some orgs felt like, you know, we were like trying to like encroach on other people's like space or like trying to be like the best one or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, and I think, you know, my my favorite thing about learning about the different orgs is seeing what each of the orgs specialize in. Like, obviously, there's a lot of overlap. Otherwise, we probably wouldn't be trying to work together as mm-hmm. much. There's a lot of overlap. But like, again, MVE has more of a more more focused on collegiate than others for example um you know i know like kingdom and daunt and uh maybe moonlit um definitely leaning more heavily into like you know recruiting pro players and sponsoring oh yeah them i agree out. um uh, as, uh i see uh, also like you know they you know they re- they recruit some players and things like that but um they do a lot of community events and stuff yeah. there's that, that that kung foot thing i'm really excited about and global breakout we're really excited to participate in that league as well um and you know, there's different areas of expertise uh, mm-hmm. that we all have. It, a lot of it comes from the individual, from the individual org owners, because uh, and then that kind of like sets a precedent for the work itself. Oh yeah, and then just combining all of those different things mm-hmm. makes for a better world. So that's awesome. Once again, hey, I said this last podcast. I'll say it again. Special shout out to Baron for making that chat. I mean, <clears throat> taking that initiative. Um, honestly, you know, I was I was waiting for it, uh, but. And I mentioned this last time, but sometimes we get so caught up in IRL stuff because I'm just like Baron, right? Full time job, oh, family. I, know like. I got yeah. seven animals at the house, like <laughs> <laughs> so it, it gets a little crazy. So you know, just being able to really uh, work with other people to get things done, and you know, just like this Kung, Kung Foot League. Yes, I know that that Sib is is really uh, um, you know leading that. But they really have everyone else incorporated in that. We're really going to help out with that. I have, you know, yeah. an artist from MVE helping them out with some graphics just to make sure that we're, that we're adding something to that. But just working together takes off that load and it really helps, like, me and Baron, like, be involved in those different things where we might not yeah. be doing 100% of the work, but we're still adding to it. And, and yeah. at the end of the day, the final product is going to be amazing. And, and we were part of that. Um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that and that's the you know, the that that sort of like, you know, that business word synergy, like, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's a bit of an overused word, but the but the definition, as many people know, is you know, that the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Mm-hmm. Um and that's you know, I'm I'm seeing you know, I'm seeing that in, in, in various ways. Um and uh yeah, I'm I'm yeah, I'm very happy about it. I I will also uh, mention that um, I know there there are probably some other like orgs in, that are getting into Brawlhalla as well that I don't know as much. Um, again, Team Daunt is very new. Um, I also uh, <laughs> there's you you may or may not have seen this. There's another there's another org out there called Meow that I know almost nothing about. Um, they're very new and uh, and everything. I don't and but they've been recruiting like some. Like like some top thirty two Brahala players as well. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of another sort of like wait and see to see what they're what they'll do and everything. They're only like a few yeah. months old or something. Um, but I, and and there may be other people who have been like you know inspired to make make their own org and stuff like that. Um, and so kind of like as you know I with with this level of co- of cooperation coordination with the org leaders, 
I also do want to point out that uh, I I would hope that um, there's not a there's not a this might be too early to be worried about it, but I'm a bit of a worrier in general. Uh, I, I tend to overthink things. But, you know, if, if there are other orgs that are, you know, want, trying to get into the Brahma space, then I would hope that, like, there's a good and bad side to gatekeeping, right? You know, on the one hand, we want to make sure that everyone who's in the space is genuine. Mm-hmm. But we also don't want to make it look like there's these unnecessary hurdles you have to jump through. Yep. Uh, so, um, at least from my part, I'm always happy to, you know, I'm always happy to talk about talk about talk about things and kind of like you know, honestly, I, I feel like if there's again just like with NGB, even without in the Brahma org space, if there's an idea, let's talk about it. Yep. Let's let's do it. Let's see if we can make it happen. All right, so. Baron. In a perfect world, how would these orgs work together to make the community even better? Yeah. So again, like, um, it feel there's a little bit of a blank canvas feeling here where I don't know fully um like i don't know the full potential of like all of us working together like what it all exactly would look like i know especially like i've talked with carlito uh, before about like you know it, carlito definitely you know and i do too wants to you know see bmg work directly with orgs yes um and you know yeah i, I kind of figured like you know pretty much all of us would um and also, like, as a Brahala partner, I don't know everything about how BMG works, but I, I sometimes I do get some uh, some some insights, and I have asked them before, like, you know, is, is there a possibility of you working more with orcs? And uh, the answer I've gotten, like, at least a year or so ago, was um, it's it's a very... Uh, the Brahala org scene is a very volatile space. Mm-hmm. And so I basically yeah. got the sense that, like, it, which, you know, fair, I, I get it. Like, you know, they... BMG wants to play it safe and they don't want to deal with orgs if, you know, if something bad happens later or something. So that's why, you know, that's a, that's another reason why, um, you know, this mutual co- demonstrating mutual cooperation and respect leading by example to show that any competition quote unquote between us should be motivated by respect, not resentment. Yeah. So any competition we have, it's because we respect each other and we want to, you know, have fun and build each other up. And it's not because we're trying to be better um, mm-hmm. than each other. And if I, you know, I've, I've said before that if, if the whole work scene can, can have like at least a year of like nothing of no big shakeups in like the orgs that exist, then I imagine that BMG would, would consider, would be more willing to consider working with orgs. That's just me though. Mm-hmm. That's that, that's just my own speculation. I'm not I'm not putting word I don't put words in BMG's mouth or anything. Yep. I'm not doing that. But that that that's my that's that's my assumption. Like after a year then or maybe maybe two years, maybe longer, I don't know. But like after demonstrating that for an appropriate amount of time, maybe that that feeling will change. Um that would be great. But even if that even if that direct um even if that direct alignment doesn't happen with BMG us working together is is great um and i think is a net positive you know i think you you're on to something there i think uh rahala definitely wants to see that the orgs that are here are genuine that they're gonna do mm-hmm. uh you know what's good for the community and overall be a positive beacon for the community and you know just going off of brahala.fandom.com where you know it, for the most part it is updated quite Quite frequently, for the most part, the information is quite accurate. If we were to look at the removed esports avatars, there are 30 removed esports avatars that were in the game at one point. And and mind it, you know, I think at one point, Brahala definitely took a lot of these orgs and put them in. Now, if we look at the esports organizations that are supposed to be active right now, 
there are 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 26, 27 active uh, esports org avatars. If we were to look at these avatars, out of all of those active ones, there are truly active ones are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and I think that's about it. There's, mm. there's, so out of those or out of those orgs that they say are active right now, about five of those are actually truly active. Like you, even Obey Alliance is still in here. They've been gone from the Brawlhalla community for a yeah, while. Yeah, they they've stepped away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I I did yeah. not know that was in the fandom thing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, you I'm have Temple Storm now. here as well. Oh like my they're, gosh, they're yeah. not they're not here. UNK Tech. They they also are no longer here. South American organization. They they broke apart. So like looking at my need to talk to the wiki about that because you know we can we can definitely not not that it's a yeah. hugely important thing but that's that that's definitely telling and I think there there definitely needed to be a like I mean there there kind of needed to be a period of like you know a mm-hmm. bunch of people trying it and then deciding yes. it's not for them and like yeah. leaving but like slumps you know like 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 we know there's there has been some bad actors in terms of mm-hmm. orgs as well and so it's just kind of like um you know. I think the the kind of scene we have now is, is great. Like having like yes. maybe about half a dozen active orgs is is good, and um, and that's not counting the the, t- the tournament organizations as well. Like you know, uh, that that's like that's kind of like a whole other thing uh, as well. So that's already pretty robust, um, and. Uh, and we'll just we'll just build from here. You know, and from my experience, and and once again, this is not set in stone. This is not a cheat code. This is not like, hey, I know exactly what BMG does. But for a fact, I know that BMG is watching. You know, all of us. Oh yeah. All all our Absolutely. orgs, what we do, uh, who we recruit, how we are in the community, and you know, I know this just based off of MVE. MVE, uh, in terms of our avatar being in the game, we never reached out to BMG. They reached out to us. And they're like, yeah. hey, like it's time for us to put put this in the game. Like, give us a file, blah I, blah blah. I honestly think that's the play, really. Like, yes. you know, I, there, there's something to be said for like, you know, being proactive and like saying, hey, let's do this and whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, there's it's good, you know, it's it's good to do that. You know, it, it's good to like show that initiative. Yes. But with with something like this, um, initiative is not really going to cut it. You need to mm-hmm. you need to prove your worth at this yes. point. Um, and yeah, I. It, you know, I actually, <laughs> I actually saw there was a uh, there's a question where someone's like, you know, is um is is MV gonna like do a giveaway of the avatars and stuff like that? And I had to tell that person, hey, you know, it's <laughs> that's not how the that's not how those avatars work. Yeah, like BMG is the one in control of the avatars, and you know, they're they're willing to give those avatars to the people interacting in the in the tournament initiative space, mm-hmm. right? That's why you have giveaways of of Brawl League avatars, Canadian Dan avatars, and 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 Sig and whatever. That's that's the tournament initiative that BMG is running. Yep. But when it comes to orgs, they only gave that to the like just a small handful of players yep. who were sponsored to go to a tournament, and that's it. And um, you know, hopefully things will change in the future. But for now, we you know we're on a good path. I yep. think we we're on the best path we've ever been in the past five years, honestly. Oh man, Baron! I hope we get to the point where we're literally doing charity streams on stream with BMG, or that would, you know, that they would do be fantastic. org I, only events yeah. or something where where they're able to highlight us, but we're able to do something for Brahalla, you know, things like that. Yeah. Um, can they allow us to have a, a free table at, at at their at BCX, you know, just to simply yeah. talk about our organization and and you know let everyone know what we stand for and maybe do something good for them there. Or can we volunteer at, at BCX and kind of have our logos on, on a shirt or something, you know, things yeah. like that. I, I look towards the future and I'm very happy about it. 
Yeah, I think the partner program is a good is a is like the B the BCTI the Brahma Community Tournament Initiative as well as the the partner creator program are good are kind of like good ways to see like how they could potentially work mm-hmm. with Orbs, right? Mm-hmm. Like BMG has has trust in these tournament organizers, and then they have trust in partner creators like myself, um, and so you know maybe Orgs will be the next step in the future. We'll see, but yep. again, if that never happens, then that that's still we're still doing good things yes. and we're still doing good things for the community. So it's you know it'd be nice to have we're built we're hopefully building towards that, but we're um, we're happy. We're, we are we are, <laughs> but also like we we understand if BMG decides yeah. not to go that route, we can understand that. Yep. So. Now, if GB had all the money in the world, no limit, no credit yeah. limit. You have the 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 Centurion American Express in your pocket. You can buy whatever you want for whoever you want. Do whatever you want. What are you doing, Baron? Yeah, it, I mean, like this is again, we're starting from nothing right now, and this is basically the everything question. Uh, basically, like brief little list here, uh, just to kind of like as a summary. I would definitely give regular paid work for our, our artists and designers and editors mm-hmm. and everything, everything like that. Like I. I would feel a lot better about asking them to, you know, everything is volunteer based right now. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of like, Hey, would you be willing to do this? I think this would be cool. And if they say, yeah, that'd be cool. I'll do that. Then we go for it. Like that's, that's basically how I've operated at serendipitous ever. Um, but like, I, you know, that's the the main, one of the main reasons Shabby had to leave global breakout was that like, he was like, he, he there was, he was like a paid kind of like gig with global breakout as much as he appreciate, he appreciated the vision and everything you know, being paid for it was a lot of it because, you know, you have to support yourself yep. and I, I couldn't do that anymore. And so, you know, understandably you needed to find work elsewhere. Um, if I had all the money in the world, I would definitely bring Shabby back in, uh, mm-hmm. you know, full time and bring other, you know, other artists and designers in full time. Um, I, I'd love to do a Minecraft server uh, that does cost a little oh, bit yeah. of money. Um, larger tournament prize pools with Imperium, the occasional in-person event as well Ooh, um, yeah. would be fantastic. Um, and also, like, I have ideas for merch. And also, like, we, uh, GB has, um, one of the big things I did in as CEO in the past five months is I've solidified the lore of GB characters. Um, we had the character name GB, J-I-B-I, back in summer of 2021. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we've made, like, I've created a bunch of other characters for other projects that never came to fruition. But I made all this, I made all this lore for, like, a whole cyberpunk setting. And, like, at least... We have about like seven to eight characters, um, and I have ideas for like how they could be implemented in merch, or how they could be implemented in web comics, or how they could be implemented in a lot of things using these characters specifically unique to Global Breakout, um, like the, this whole like uh, other world they have. So with more money, I would definitely move forward with that as well. Yeah, it sounds like a lot, but it sounds like a lot, a lot of uh, thoughts or a lot of ideas for other people. Oh, yeah. You know, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't, hey, and just like, just like Carlito, though, I was waiting for you to mention, hey, I, I get the GB house, I get the global breakout house. Right, yeah, <laughs> I, uh, so, you know, uh, I have, I will admit, in general, I have mixed feelings about, like, the esports house or the, the whatever, <laughs> um, definitely not to, not to live in, like, I don't think it's, I don't think it's, like, there have been, like, a lot of bad stories, like, bad stories about, like, you know, yep. like, pro players living together in a sponsored house, yep. like, <laughs> you know, that's that's not the most ideal conditions, but like having a property that you could mm. go to or events to make content and stuff like that. Oh, uh, absolutely. Yeah. I would I would love something like that. That would be 
that'd be really cool. Kind of like a um, warehouse, like a warehouse where it has maybe different sections of like, you know, enclosed content creation spaces. Maybe yeah, exactly. Land space, like, things like, like oh, that's cool. A trailer, maybe there could be a commentator yeah, desk in one section. Yeah. That that would be awesome. Uh, my wife and I just got done like buying a house now. Yeah. That's why the place looks new. So you know, <laughs> that's definitely not. But again, unlimited money. I would definitely uh, move forward with that and try to find a place that works well for a lot of people in GB and also for yeah. myself. I'm out in the West U.S., so I'm I'm removed from most of the from a vast majority of the people in GB and in the Brawl community. Um, there's there's people in the West I know as well, of course, but mm-hmm. like there's more people in the East and the West, so sometimes it's hard to like do yeah. travel. Anyway, there we go. I feel like you West people are ignored sometimes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with tournaments yeah, I mean, like, and stuff like that. Everything's just more spread out, honestly. Yeah. Like you know, between, like you know, Los Angeles and Denver and, and Las yeah, Vegas, yeah. and it, it's it's more spread up, spread apart than like Boston and New York and Baltimore and whatever, mm-hmm. right? So. Now I'm ready to ask the question that everyone wants to hear the response to. Right. Yeah. If Global Breakout was a high school student, what kind of student would they be? What would their favorite subject be? I need to know why. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and you know, of course, I, w- I was prepared with this, but I, I think also like uh, GB is is a bit more uniquely suited to this because we actually had our own VTuber that represented us yeah. at at, uh, at a point, and we called her GB again, J I B I, uh, really, really adorable. And uh, uh, even though even though Global Breakout has like a bunch of other original characters that I and other artists in GB have created. Uh, I still think using that GB character is like the perfect sort of like avatar for Global Breakout of the yep. org. Um, now we have now I've I've kind of solidified her lore and her origin story a bit more at uh, GB's lore. So I'll say her favorite subject is like theater or drama. Um, she definitely has she definitely would have had some like she definitely would have tried cheerleading at some point. She kind of looks the type, right? She's kind of like a bit yeah. more like perky and everything. But you know she she's more into like a she's more. A, I imagine her more as a theater drama kid before she became like a ninja or whatever, or assassin. Um, she's not trying to fit into any kind of like mold necessarily. Uh, she's very, she's very much informal, just looking to laugh and have fun with friends. She might be a bit private as well. Um, like may, she might not, uh, she might look out like she's outgoing, but she also like, you know, kind of like maybe might be actually, no, sorry. I'm thinking of a different character. She is the more outgoing one. There's, we have another character named sin who is kind of more like, yeah. just kind of stays within their own friend group. But yeah, GB is yeah theater drama kid, um, just looking to like you know make a lot of uh, uh, make new friends, just laugh and have fun and whatever. She can be a bit fierce because she did train as an assassin, but um, but yeah, there you go. Um, I will also mention that um, like it, in the past, like back in you know again back in the the sort of GB VTuber era, era that we had. I think there were other other orgs at the time who kind of considered what their VTuber or their Chan character would be. Like, uh, there was a Dire Chan at one point. Someone drew that. Um, I'm I'm taking notes on on each of these high school student things. Um, I'm not I'm not gonna, I'm not because I, I like I like the I like the idea of personifying you know of making these personification you know yeah. uh, I, and everything. Um, it. If or you know, if an artist is able to make like art of each of these, that'd be great. I'm not going to promise anything, but I'm I'm at least taking notes of like this kind of like the the high school a the high school alternative universe of the of the org scene um, would would be at least from a lore perspective. That's fun. So 
Anyway. Hey, I'm just going to say this right now. It is on stream. It is going to be recorded. Yep. If you do need us to – if you do need MVE to pitch in to pay an artist to get that done, I am open to it because I think that would be I, a phenomenal idea. Yeah, like it, it'd be it'd be a lot of fun to like, you know, th- this question you've been asking of org leaders, you know, they, there's an image that pops up, right? Yeah. So, you know, yep. like we'll we'll see if we can. Uh, I, I think it'd be fun to pursue that idea to make an image or make something. I'm in. With it. I'm in. Just let me know. I'm in. I'm willing to throw money at it because I think that's a phenomenal idea. I would love to see it. Um, but no, that was a great answer, and and you know it was a little bit easier for you. <laughs> you got yeah, the yeah. got the question ahead of time. I think it was kind of a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you did too. <laughs> you had it right. Yep. yep. <laughs> All right. Well, Barry, now we're down to the very last question. And do you have any questions that you would like to answer, or any other details or information that you forgot to to add that you would like to talk about? Yeah. So. Um... Let's see. Just a, I think just a couple of quick things come to mind. I want to, I want to say first of all that, uh, like, you know, there's a reason I like podcasts. I like talking. I like, you know, sharing ideas and like having conversations with people in the community. Um, and so I'm always happy to, like, you know, there's, you know, I, I'm always happy to just like talk to people in the community in the org scene or whatever. Um, just about anything, really. Um, I, I love, you know, I love keeping the conversation going and contributing and everything. Yep. Um, I, one thing I'm curious about, uh, for you, uh, PearPod is, um, is, um, is, is there going to like, uh, are you going to like, in this sort of series of interviewing org leaders, are you going to like kind of officially have one for MVE as well? I know this is the MVE podcast and you, you have, you, you give like announcements and stuff and whatever, but like, um, do you have plans to do this for yourself? Like maybe have someone else interview you, maybe someone in or out of MVE or something. So, you know, that's a, that's a really good question, Baron. And actually this, this idea started off maybe in 2021, maybe towards 2022, where I was going to make this happen. And what we did initially is we did three episodes. I think it was about women in esports. It was about uh, artists and things like that. But that, that fourth episode, it was actually going to be, it was, it it was going to be who is MVE. Uh, and oh. we and I actually recorded it. Me and Slumps, we actually recorded it, and it was actually on YouTube for quite a bit. But then when we came back to the podcast a couple of weeks ago, I was just like, "Hey, man, we got to redo that. Like, that's so old." So I actually made it. Lot, yeah. yeah. So I actually made it okay. private. The video is still there. I can rewatch it. But towards sure. the end of this series, this time around, we will be doing who is uh, Megabulls Esports, and yeah, I'm very excited to do it uh, because you're the lore guy and. Um, when I was in college, and I keep saying when I was in college, I'm still in it. So I was part of a fraternity, and uh, in my fraternity, I was basically the lore guy, like really deep into ritual, really deep into the meaning of everything nice. and all that stuff. The lore of um, the fraternity, yeah. Yeah, so ba- so w- when I got out of that and, and made MVE, and we sat down and we made our logo and everything, we made it 100% unique. I added oh, yeah, so that's... much lore into it. And that's looking... why, yeah, I noticed that about the new logo and everything. That's why I like it a lot, yeah. Yeah, so like we, we started off with a blue logo and, and it looked too much like BMG's uh, Blue Mammoth. So right. <laughs> we, we ended up switching and made it literally 100% unique. Um, that, like we sat down, lore piece by piece. Why are we adding this? What's it mean? Things like that. Um, so yes, there will be a who is Megabolts esports episode where we'll talk about lore, we'll talk about the origins and the creation and all oh, that stuff. Great. great, I I very much look forward to that. Um, yeah, wonderful. I uh, 
<clears throat> yeah, I don't think I have anything else. Um, I guess I will also mention that, uh, as, as you probably know, Global Breakout also has a podcast, which we have four yep. episodes right now. It's been on pause because I've been like moving, um, like getting this new computer room together. Uh, but I do hope to pick it up again in the near future. Probably not once a week. Uh, maybe once every other week or whenever we're able mm-hmm. to like get an episode out. Very sort of casual kind of thing. But uh, but yeah, um, I uh, it's you know the the GB podcast is kind of my way of like kind of you know finding people in the Brawlhalla community to to talk to and everything yep. like that and. Um, especially since you're kind of doing a similar thing with the, with the Volks up uh, podcast with like talking, you know, talking to people in the community. Uh, I've also been looking for other ways to kind of like, you know, put my own spin uh, on everything and, and, and stuff. So we'll see the GB podcast is a work in progress, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it was all part of each of us contributing to the conversation in our own ways. 100%. You guys heard that here first. Make sure you check out that global breakout podcast. Yeah. I know that I've listened to to a couple of those episodes, and actually really good, uh, really entertaining. Something that you can definitely uh, watch while you're working out or something, or listen to. Yeah. And and no, I've actually tuned in live, so I can't wait until they, they come back as well, uh, because I definitely want to want to hear more and see more, and maybe even get some ideas from you <laughs> because you have you have some good ideas, man. And and I love uh, like Thank I said, you. you know, hearing from all the the rest of these leaders, you always get some of these ideas, and you're just kind of like, well, why didn't I think of that? But but then you. <laughs> realize well this is why we made this connection or this community yeah so we can go ahead and, and build off of each other so global breakout podcast guys make sure to check it on out baron you have anything else to add before we do our outro i i've got nothing else it's been an absolute pleasure to be here and an honor thank you it's been a lot of fun and once again thank you so much uh baron for being here and and you know kind of accepting um, you know, the invite, it's always good to hear. And, you know, once again, now, ladies and gentlemen, if anybody asks you, well, who is global breakout, make sure you go ahead and drop them the link. And, yeah. and so they can hear firsthand from the CEO, exactly what they do, where they came from and, uh, what they're doing in the future, uh, global breakout. You can find their Twitter at global breakout. Once again, that's at global breakout. Make sure you check them on out because they do have a lot of good information there as well as their discourse. So you can go ahead and join that and keep up with their events, keep up with that podcast. Uh, you have been listening to uh, Baron Dipitas today, uh, the CEO of Global Breakout on Twitter, at B-Dipitas, B-Dipitas. Uh, make sure yep. you go ahead and drop them a follow as well as uh, you know look out for those upcoming events. Uh, he's always posting some really phenomenal things, uh, lore quizzes, all that good stuff, as well as what's going on in Global Breakout and those upcoming events. Um, yeah. So, yeah, uh, besides that, one more time, Baron, anything else you'd like to say before we go ahead and, and hit this ending button? Just thank you very much. Today, I am grateful for you, PearPod, and for this podcast. Thank you very much. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, anyone out there listening to this podcast, you have been watching Volks Up, an MVE podcast. Today's episode, Who is Global Breakout? Um, remember, wherever you do, wherever you go, Aim to do good. Thank you. Indeed. Thank you.